Welcome to another edition of the Rough Rider podcast. Um, today we have uh, a 93 graduate um, and someone who went to my elementary school for a little time, short time, um, and maybe we'll touch on that a little bit. Um, welcome, <laughs> Rachel Civy. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, yeah. and, and I thank you for joining us. So how have you been? I've been really well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how have I been since 93 or how am I today? How about, let's start with today. That's the today, easy one, right? Today is good. Yes. All is good. I love fall. Fall is like my favorite season. And as you know, in Des Moines right now, it's pretty lovely. So yeah, I'm happy. So that answers that question. You're, you're still in Des Moines. Well, I'm not still, I am in Des Moines. I never thought I was going to be in Des Moines come like 14 years ago um, when I moved back to Des Moines. But yeah, I left Des Moines right after high school and was gone for about 14 years. You want to take but us I'm, on that journey? Do, shall I just start on that Yeah. Journey? I mean, shoot, we kind of eased right into it. Why not, right? <laughs> wow. Just jump in. Okay. Um, yeah. So... I uh, went to the University of, Ma of Wisconsin in Madison right after college, or no, I'm sorry, right after high school. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, jumping ahead. Okay. And so I was there for a couple of years and then I transferred to a school out in Washington state called Evergreen State College, which is nice. Yeah. Do you know about Evergreen? No, but it sounds amazing. Okay. Just as the name says, I mean, it's just like in the woods. It is hippie, hippie central. So I don't know if you kind of can get a vague idea of me towards the end of high school. Like I'm a total hippie then. Like, well, I, I mean, Madison is, is pretty liberal as well. Oh, so. absolutely. So Madison, as far as the Midwest goes, was like, yes, this is my place. And I found my people. I mean, starting yeah. in like high school, I mean, towards junior, senior year, you know, I was like going to Grateful Dead shows with Jessica Reynolds, and, you know, <laughs> like in the Vogue Vision band and all these things. And, you know, so it led me to where I was for many years after. So there's definitely the first chapter, let's just call it like post high school Okay, so yeah, a little carryover, yeah. carryover exactly. So Madison supported that, but um, I did not like a big university system as much as I loved Madison and you know, had a serious boyfriend, all the things. I was like, why am I transferring? But I met someone that was going to Evergreen, and they told me about oh, this amazing liberal arts school in the woods you there are no grades it's like self-evaluation oh man evaluation right and you can create your own subjects of study uh, you know so i was like sign me up and like my mom and i went and visited and it was so gorgeous because again it's just in the woods totally yeah. evergreen trees all around hippie life times a thousand and i was just like i, I have to move there so i transferred and finished out there because basically it would be shocking if you would not graduate from that school. <laughs> like anyone can graduate right. from that school. Okay? Right. Like, right. Really embarrassing if you couldn't. So, you know, I followed the path of self exploration and like, you know, got 15 credits 
writing, you know, reports about like my self healing journey, you know, and like studied African drum and dance and Buddhist psychotherapy and like just easy herbology, all the things. So, (laughs) so I graduated and in that kind of healing modality I was in, in college, I um, got into um, massage therapy. So then I uh, went to a school after getting my BA at Evergreen, a place called the Hartwood Institute. And it's up on a mountain in Humboldt County, California. And if that says enough for some people and, you know, and so I went to massage school and lived up on this mountain for a year and studied massage. And that then, sounds awesome. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, again, like if you're into this like natural hippie life, you know, I'm 22, like there could be no more perfect place. Right. It's just like, it just wonderful. So I was there for a year and then I graduated from there and then moved back to Washington and lived in Seattle for seven years um, and practiced massage therapy. So I was there. Yeah. And I never thought I was going to leave Seattle, but I always knew that massage therapy was not going to be like my lifetime career. It just physically, you know, has limits. And I just felt like it wasn't stimulating enough mentally and financially. I always felt a little like I was struggling, even though it allowed me to have a great like life in my twenties. Like I probably worked maybe like 10 hours a week. Oh man, because... Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But because I worked primarily, I worked for myself, but I primarily worked for like top hotels in Seattle, like uh, the okay. where yeah. they, you know, would call you if, you know, a business person is traveling through or a celebrity and I'd like massage, you know, all these amazing people and get paid really nicely. Sure. So I, didn't have, I didn't have to work that much. Right. So it was, it was very good. For my 20s, but then like 31, 32 hits, kind of like, what am I doing with my life? And like a relationship was, I was struggling with relationships and one was ending. And I was just like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And so I came home to visit. This is 2006. And, you know, my my parents were like, move back, move back. And we went and, um, you know, this is before all the lofts were being built downtown, right? Yeah. Like, we did not have all the lofts that we have now. You know, Des Moines, many It's years nice ago, down there, isn't it? It's, it's great. It's great. And, you know, having lived in downtown Seattle all those years, it's like, oh, okay. So, lofts are starting to be built. And there was actually an open house that day of the loft. I'm still living in 14 years later. And yeah. And my parents were like, let's go check out these lofts. And like people were just buying them like hotcakes, right? Right. This is before the crash of 2008. You know, it's like, whoa, prime real estate. Let's just buy one. And so my parents were like, we'll buy this if even just for an investment, but we'll buy this. Okay. And they bought it like basically on the spot. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm moving to Des Moines. I mean, that was <laughs> really, that was the push. It was like, shit, they bought a place for me, so I had to move. And I always felt like I could never live in a loft like I'm living in now in Seattle. Like, that just wasn't attainable, you know? It just... Too much. Too much, unless you're working for Microsoft or something. Like, no, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So I 
so I was just like, screw it. I'm moving back to Des Moines. And again, not in my plans ever. Once I left high school, I thought Des Moines and Iowa were done. I'm a West Coast gal, especially Washington State. Like, I'm not leaving, but I left. And here I am 14 years later. So I love it. So are, are you still doing massage therapy then? I am not. I am not. So funny enough. So I came here with no clear intentions of what my career was going to be. I had done various prerequisites um, in Seattle to uh, possibly get a master's in like counseling. Yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll go to Drake and get a master's or something. But very quickly, I started working like probably the first week I got here, I started working for my dad. And so I don't know if you're vaguely aware of what my family business is, but I'll go into that. Yeah, please, please do. Yeah. Okay. So um, growing up in Des Moines and to this day, I mean, my dad started it in 1977. We own optical stores. So it's uh, Vogue Vision, One Hour Optical, and Imart Optical Outlets. And so at this point, and it used to be like Yonkers Optical, so the optical and yeah. Yonkers. Yeah. So my dad started that and because he's just a superstar that way. And um, yeah, so again, I grew up around it. I really didn't work it, um, but grew up around it and never thought it was going to be in my future. But when I moved here, I'm, I have a sister, but she's on the East Coast and you know, doing something completely different. So I've always joked. It's like, it's a, with family businesses. I mean, it's kind of like the mob, like once you're in, <laughs> you're in, like right. it's yeah. going to take something, you know, death to get me out. Like it's, you're in. So very quickly I was in it. And very quickly I went from knowing nothing about glasses to, I was the vice president. <laughs> you know? yeah. Nepotism is real. I mean, it's just, it's just but, the reality of family businesses if you don't exactly. have other family members around. In and the you business. feel comfortable with someone. I mean, why yes. wouldn't you bring them along to run something you've poured your blood, sweat, and tears into? A hundred percent. And my, But my dad never thought that was going to be me or even my sister. I mean, I think he really had come to terms with we were – he was never going to have his daughters in this business, you know. Yeah. But there I was and – I, you know, with no experience, but I, what a, I stepped up and, you know, I've definitely had my challenges along the way, but here I am 14 years later and I'm still the vice president, but now I'm pretty much running the whole show sure. where my dad is, you know, very, very semi-retired um, and out of the country like half the year. So, and this has been many years now. So at this point, it really is my business and I'm running it and it's crazy. <laughs> I love that. That is, that's awesome though. Yeah. I mean, it's from really... a, a school in the woods Yes. to run an op <laughs> optical stores, a chain, yeah. chains, a chain. Are... Exactly. Yeah. It's like freaking that. crazy. Yeah. But it just shows like you never know what direction life is going to go. You know, it's just, which is really cool. The more you see that as your life goes like, wow, I, I thought I knew, knew the path so many years ago that I was going, but here I am. And I never would have predicted this, but this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And somehow it's all worked out. Somehow I stepped up and it all makes sense. And 
Here well, I am. It probably helps that it wasn't forced on you either. If your dad was like, you're going to go into this business, that would have right. never happened. You would have rebelled. I mean, yes. the fact that he just kind of let you fall into it, if you will. Yes. Yeah. On your own. So it seemed more like your idea. Yes. Um, definitely helps. The way you present yeah, things goes a long ways. Definitely helps. And it. thank God for my dad being, once again, I mentioned the superstar. I mean, he's just truly an entrepreneur by nature. He grew up in Istanbul, Turkey. Like he's, he was, you know, hustling like sodas in the streets of Turkey, <laughs> like as a seven-year-old. Like he's, I didn't he's a know hustler. that. Oh yeah. He's a hustler. So he just, he created the business and he has that entrepreneurial gene that frankly, I don't. What I always say is, I mean, I've just been able to maintain this business over the years. Yeah. I'm a good maintainer. I'm a good support. But I could have never created this business. If we had to build this business together, like, let's, you know, open all these stores around Iowa, and I would have lost it. Because I get stressed with, like, going into the unknown and risk. And frankly, if I, you're a true entrepreneur, you have to be okay with risk. I you remember I remember your stress from high school. Like oh. you're throwing your hands up and <laughs> I, I do I do remember those moments. Oh my God. That's it funny. Awesome, yeah. Oh my that's, God. I don't that's even not remember. a bad thing though. It's no, not a bad thing. It's just like you I, I, I have that vision that. of you. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. so funny. Not, like I don't even you know, there's so many things like you go back on and like, who, who was I really, you know? And I just identify with certain things now. It's like, I was this hippie girl, da la la. But you know, things like that. Like I don't picture myself ne necessarily stressed out in high school, but you know, if, if it's you, very possible. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, if you were the same person today that you were then, how sad would that be? Well, exactly. You exactly. know, Man. exactly. Exactly. Throwing my hands up in the air. That's funny. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so if that is true and you saw something in me that I don't even remember, well, in, in, in reality, that does relate to who I am because I, I have a level that I'm, I become uncomfortable with that very quickly. You know, I don't like to live like my life in a high state of stress or anxiety. Uh, I'm, you I'm know, with you. I think that's most of us. Well, there probably is a small percentage that thrive on that. Exactly. I think true entrepreneurs do, because yeah. if you have that gene that you're ready to take risks and build businesses and come, all the failures that may come with that and stuff, you have like a different set of, you know, just being in the world. You just you you get triggered differently. All of it. You're ready to just go. And I. Yeah. yeah. They sleep five nights, they, five hours. They sleep five hours a night. Right. They're getting up. They're ready to go once they hit the, their feet hit the floor. Yeah. Their, That's a their different brain breed. doesn't stop. Even my dad to this day, like he's basically retired and his brain does not stop. It's always like, what about this idea? What about this idea? You know, like, I don't think that way at my core. I'm still like the healer massage. <laughs> like, let's just like chill. Let's all be good. I mean, you can ask you know, my employees, I'm a good boss because I'm really, I care about people. Like I care yeah. about people's well-being. You know, I want like a healthy work environment. I want like harmony, you know? So if I, I bet they harmony, love that though, man. Well, you know, one would hope. I, one would hope. I, I, I genuinely mean it. Like I really, I want harmony for my life and for others around me. I really, 
like life's just too short to just move at this speed but, of stress. But and, that thought process um, mm-hmm. that you're bringing is more of a West Coast thought process. And I think they're, yes. they're, uh, yes. they're employers out there light years ahead of us Midwesterners who just go a hundred miles per hour. And if something's bad, you just deal with it. You know, you just yeah, tuck just it away and plow it. through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I, I definitely have a West coast mentality at my core. And, you know, if life had worked out differently, I'd still be there, but you know, I brought my West coast vibes to Des Moines, Iowa. So That's what it is. And, it and is I, I, it I is. know your employees are happy to have it. Too. I, <laughs> I can guarantee you that because yeah. you know, you can only read about Google in Des Moines working for places like that. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, for you to bring a little piece of that is, is probably really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd hope. So I, yeah. I've maintained this optical empire over these years. And well done. This is what I do. So well this is how I'm in Des Moines. Uh, so hey, did you go to the reunion at all? Any of them? I went to the 10 year and I, that was it. And I remember walking into the 10 year and I had to come really late because my dad had something and I remember looking around and like no one looked familiar. It was oh, no. except of course, like the core people I was friends with, but like beyond that, I was like, I am in a room of strangers. Like it was so weird that 10 years just created like faces I did not connect with. That's something you have a nightmare about, like going into a room of people <laughs> you don't recognize. Yeah. <laughs> no. But regardless, I did connect with the people I wanted to connect with. And I do remember having a great night on, on the good. tenure. You had but, to read some name badges, but otherwise yeah, it was yeah, a good time. some name badges. Exactly. Woo. But <laughs> yes, I went to 10. I was here. I had moved back, I believe, for the and I, when I was here, the 20 happened. And I remember being like, God, it's like down the street. I should go. I should go. I should go. And then I just didn't go. And then I regretted it, of course. Of course. But yeah. Yeah. Did you go to any of the reunions? I did not. I did not. Um, the first one I didn't go to, and I kind of laid it out, and it's so petty. No, I think um, I, did. I, I tried to get some research on this and everything. I listened. Yeah. Okay, you said you didn't want to go because I'm a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry it's, not to laugh, but I was I like, know, whoa, so, that's really harsh. You must so have petty. been awful. When I saw that she was invited, I'm like, what? Like, I don't even want to see this lady. Because I didn't like her as a teacher. And um, she got me in name? trouble. McInerney. That sounds so familiar. But yeah, I, Spanish. I, I clearly must have not had her. I just remember Mr. White. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Senor Blanco. Yep. He also taught Spanish. Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> um, so convenient, right? Love it. <laughs> Say my name in Spanish. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Senor Blanco. I just remember like putting cheat sheets like on my you know, legs and just you, anyone <laughs> in his class. You just, you know, it was like he, he was, was in laid front back. of you and you could completely cheat. But anyway. McInerney so, and her husband McInerney. used to come into the restaurant I worked at as well. What restaurant? Um, Felix and Oscars. Oh, you were there? You know, yeah. to this day is my number one favorite pizza in town. You know what? I mean, it's my comfort food to this day. I will. I think we just ordered it like two weeks ago. Me and mm-hmm. and Steve Davis is going to be back. Oh, um, Steve Davis in November. I love and, Steve Davis. and Matt Geis is going to come down too. And I think we're going to get together at Felix and Oscars the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, oh, and nice. I haven't officially I haven't officially put this out there yet, but we did reserve a room. 
Oh, okay. Um, and I think we're going to just open it up to any Roosevelt people that want to stop by and have a drink or a bite, oh, right? Hey, party so, with a deep dish. Yes. Yeah. So you're okay. the first person to hear about this. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And yeah, absolutely. Good to know. Yeah. And yes. anybody else listening, and there'll be a formal thing we put out too, but okay. it should be a good time. Awesome. Um, okay, yeah, if people are wanting to. And it's a holiday weekend, you know, so right. most people are back and hopefully something happens with that. Right. Okay, um, cool. So, but you worked at Felix and Oscars, and I'm sorry, you're, I'm cutting you off in the oh, no, no. machinery. Yeah, this is about you. Like, I, I don't want to talk about her anymore. Like, she, her and her husband used to come in. It just made it worse because I had to see her at school and at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. So you did not hit the reunions because of her. The but, first one. The second ones, I just kind of uh -huh. blew off, too. Yeah, it just so, it feel, I felt so removed. Also, it was like, yeah. I know I only want to see like four people. I, you know, just felt like uh, just a lot. I just wasn't. I couldn't muster it. I, so. I, I can't go there and pretend and say, yeah, let's catch up when you know it's not going to happen. Like, right. Let's go. Let's hey, let's let's catch up and have a drink. Like just doing that all night was something was that gave me the shivers. I, you know? I hear you. And my nightmare, the nightmare of like walking in the room and no, you don't recognize anyone is yeah. also just a night of small talk. Like I freaking hate small talk. Like enough. Yeah. And like, let me just repeat myself a hundred times of what have I been doing? It just, yeah, not, no. Because I do want to catch up with people. Absolutely. Um, but doing a whole night of it, like I, I, I need to catch up with Janelle. Um, right. No. I, I've messaged back and forth with her. She's one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, I need, to, I know, I need to catch up with her. Um, I, I had a nice back and forth with Brett McCormick today. I want to catch up nice. with that guy. Like nice. these are people I'll absolutely catch up with. But doing that all night, yeah, yeah, it's it, just it's a, I, it's I couldn't much. do it. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it's that. A bit much. And then you're like dragging along your poor wife, who's like, I don't care about any of these people. Yeah. So yeah, it's anyway. So, anyway, yeah. yeah, let's move past the, the reunion yes. bit. So <laughs> any any memories stand out from high school? Good, bad, and different? <laughs> well, it's funny because I did listen to a couple of things you put out. And you mentioned this whole, like, cheating thing with Mr. Hewitt. That a girl. Okay. I'm, I was definitely caught up in that. And I, I yeah. can't remember every detail around it. All I know is I ended up somehow with his like teacher's manual that oh, so it was he... you no i seriously <laughs> i i possessed it i had it in my possession and he the test answers were in this book right it's yeah. a totally bound book it was the standardized city <laughs> testing and, and you had a choice you could give your own or you could give the cities and he was doing okay. the cities which is what for you... chemistry right yeah. i mean yep. you had like just chemistry questions and answers, right? Yep. Multiple choice. Yes, exactly. Okay, so somehow, so I wasn't doing well in that class. No uh, surprise. I and hear you. I got a tutor from Drake. So I go to this tutoring session, and I can just picture it clearly. Like I'm in a library, the Drake Library, with some probably 21-year-old girl. And I had that book. And I brought that book thinking, like, this could be a helpful, like, study manual oh. or something. This little bitch turns me in. No. Yeah. So somehow she, like, called the school. 
I and these are the details that start to get murky. Okay, but... now I'm pissed because I had the <laughs> no, answers like, too. Who are you? You're like a college kid, and you're turning in a high school kid for. And it wasn't like I was dramatically cheating. I was like, somehow I have this book. You know, I just you know to what study from this book. Self-preservation uh-huh. on her part, because if you're something. cheating, then she doesn't have a job. Uh, something. Something. A... Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. That's what a that's snitch. True, but I was. Yeah, what a snitch. So, again, murky details. I just remember somehow it came to his attention that I had this book. And I don't remember, did I give him the book back? Or by that point, I had passed on the book. Because it was definitely being passed around. Yes, it was. Yeah, I can vaguely picture like certain faces and people that I'm like, I think she was in my class and somehow I ended up with this book from her. Right. So definitely there was a bit of that cheating scandal and I was caught up in it. So I was too. <laughs> but I remember him standing in front of the class. So he never said someone was caught with it or anything like that. He came right out and said some of my poorer students okay. did better on this test. And some of my former A students. And I'm like, oh, come on, people. Like, you don't ace the test if you're cheating. And that's how I knew that it was done. He threw it out. And whatever grade you had going into that is what you ended up with. Okay. So that's the thing. Like, the timeline and how many classes were involved and kids actually taking the (laughs) test from it. I do not know. All I know is I had the book and I was ratted out for having the book. And, I love I this. I know, right? You're and filling in a piece of the puzzle, Rachel. This is awesome. I definitely. I know. When I heard your thing, I was like, oh my God. No, I had that book. So I don't remember what even occurred. I definitely didn't end up in any kind of serious trouble. I do recall talking with him about it, you know, but I don't, I really feel like by that point, I didn't have the book. It was like, I ended up with a book. I don't have the book. I was just And he was nice. Yeah. He could be intimidating, though. Oh, completely. He had that look. Oh, totally. I can picture him to this day. Like you're mentioning teachers. And I'm like, yeah, sounds familiar. Can't really picture there. But there's a handful of t- teachers I can really picture. And he is definitely one of them <laughs> in that like upper room, yeah. you know, air conditioned hallway. Yeah, exactly. The that hallway wing. to the yeah. room. I totally remember that. So, yes, that is definitely a memory from high school. So I'm glad it, I could- Fill in the piece of the puzzle for you. I'm happy too, because man, <laughs> see, as the more we talk to, the more this is all gonna come out. Right, right. There's gonna be layers. But who took the book? Who was the original thief of the book? I can't remember. Right? I I don't know that answer either. Yeah, yeah. But I had the but book. It'll come I had out. The book. So that's what we're here for. Now that's gonna be a little sidebar to these conversations. Yeah. Who had did, the book? <laughs> and did you cheat? Did you cheat? Oh yeah. Because I need to know. I know. Talk about cheating. I mean, I mentioned the Mr. White's class. Like, I wrote, you know, 10-page papers from Cliff Notes. Like, I, I've i worked the system. Like, I, I'm a little embarrassed to say. But, you know, somehow I, I got good enough grades to get into a good school, and here I am. But I'm thinking know. it would be harder to cheat in Spanish, though. You know, whatever test he had, I mean, I had a cheat sheet. You remember, it's just that you'd create a cheat sheet. And because he was like so clueless, you could really put it on your yeah, lap under the he desk. He was so clueless. Bless his yeah. heart. Bless his heart. So, Any, yeah. Anything so, you'd change about your experience at Roosevelt? God. 
Well, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I have, of course, something to come to mind, but it's not worth mentioning. Okay. Um, yeah, but would I change? No, you know, I mean, I definitely look back on high school as a good experience overall. I mean, I yeah. really, you know, I had good friends. I had a good life. I mean, you know, now looking I, back, I had a good life. I, ha- I like, had a good life then, and I have a great life good. now. There you yes. go. <laughs> yes, but I really, I mean, I really had a good teenage life. Like, you know, I don't recall like just struggling and it was so hard, even though I do remember like staying home a lot. Like, somehow in senior year, like, I missed almost 30 days of school. Holy. Yeah. How, and I you mean, didn't I, get kicked out? No, but I. Are you still there? 